podcast. Movie, movie, 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 podcast. Are you getting in the morning? And I'm like, I have to be awake in four and a half hours. Welcome to the Movie, Movie, podcast, everybody. Episode number 53. Actual episode number 53. Not like that fake one last week that we had. I'm your host this week and every time, Tiggs. And with me, as always, the voice of Snazzy Alex... Hey! The voice of sexy Russ. <laughs> yeah. And the voice of sassy Pete. Wait, what? Uh, what am I? Sassy. That's what I thought. <laughs> God <laughs> damn. <laughs> Boom! Oh, that was pretty good. That was pretty good. And uh, I don't even know what we're going to do for this one, but we're going over the Oscars because the Oscars was what? Two days ago at this point? What'd you guys wear? Three days ago. I wore H&M. Hmm. Ninja Good. Turtles pajama pants. <laughs> Alex? Uh, nothing. Okay. Ask yourself, was there a crotch hole? And the answer is yes, there's a crotch hole. There you go. Classing it up all the way. Uh, That's not a nice thing to say about your roommate. No, it was just me. I was all alone. Oh, God. Uh, so we're just going to go through a couple of the categories, I guess. We call them cats. Yeah, we're going to go through some of the cats, the tikis. We're going to give out a couple of our own tikis. Uh, so what, I don't know, where do you guys want to start? Do you want to start with the supporters? Yeah, let's, let's go shitty to good. Like the like the lesser categories to the larger. I like. What, did, did, was this the first year they do it? Because they they've traditionally started off with best supporting actress. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this year they start out with best supporting actor. I, yeah, I, yeah. I think that's a first. Huh. Is that? But I mean, is that like a big deal? Great job, ladies. You made. I think we made it after all. All right, so let's also start with best supporting actor. Then, uh, who wants to give us the rust down? Yeah, give us the rust down. Yeah. Ooh. Best Supporting Actor, Barkad Abdi, Captain <laughs> Phillips, Bradley Cooper, Amer. 12 well, Years a Slave, <laughs> Jonah Hill, The Wolf of Wall Street, Jared Leto, Dallas Buyers Club. <clears throat> so Russ cut out for a second, but he did say uh, Bradley Cooper. Michael Fassbender. Yeah. Oh, really? I cut out? Yeah, yeah you did. Ah, oh, lame. Jonah Hill. Oh, God. Oh, dude, yeah. It's okay. You don't have to. Jared no, Leto. Oh, okay, okay. okay. Then you got all of them. Yeah. So I think it was pretty obvious this this was the one real obvious award. Mm-hmm. Couldn't really see it going to anyone else other than Jared Leto. Yeah, I agree. Do yep. you, I mean, um, do, who do you think was closest in second place, everybody? Ah, uh, uh, shit. Um, not Barkad Abdi and not Bradley Cooper. Fassbender? Yeah, I wouldn't give you those. I wouldn't give it to Jonah Hill. I don't know. I would actually I'd do Bacard Abdi over Jonah Hill or Bradley Cooper. Second I would, but around. I just don't see it. Oh, yeah. No, I don't think so. Yeah. yeah. Second time around watching that movie, I thought Jonah Hill was much better than I thought the first time around. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I, I thought he was really actually really good in, in that. And I think he definitely he deserved this award much more than he did for Moneyball. Right. Yeah. Which was it the seems, weirdest thing It ever. seems weird looking at like this listing and saying it, it's definitely – it was – there was nobody who was even close to Jared Leto in terms of steam. Right. You know, like no, no one. Yeah. Not to say that I agree with him being best supporting actor or not, but the the, the other nominees just aren't to the same level in in terms of their their roles. I, I don't think. Sure, and I, and, and I I really think that Dallas Buyers Club is just a movie of good, really good performances, uh, and overall just maybe like not not the best cohesive actual movie. It seems like one of those HBO like TV movies. 
Uh, I like, did think they're really, uh, I, you know, I thought everyone was really good in it, but and I appreciated them. But overall, the movie itself, like, I don't know if I could watch it again. I don't I, have anything. I, it was actually kind of boring to me, but I mean, I, I'm and that's not taking anything away from the performances, but well, it, I, it just didn't really have a whole lot to it. Well, I think they get that first hour, like the pacing is so fast, and then it yeah. goes that. Yep. Yeah. Uh, but but just, Bradley Cooper, I'm so glad. <laughs> Yeah, he was so good in uh, uh, Silver Linings Playbook, and I thought like his character in in American Hustle, I think like his like freak out and stuff moments, I, I did not feel them to be all that character changing or genuine yeah. or that greatly acted. And also like when his thing, when his big thing is like, hey, <laughs> make my hair look a little stupid, so oh, think I'm he, super he pretty. He was acting like he was in a weird David Russell comedy, David O. Russell comedy, more than anyone else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that threw off the whole movie. Well, a lot threw the movie off for me. But he was in a different movie than everybody else seemed to be in. Well, maybe him and Jennifer Lawrence were in the same movie. <laughs> maybe. Maybe. All right. But, like, everybody else was in a, something else. <clears throat> uh, what, you guys, all right. Do you want to do actress? Do you guys... Does that, do you guys think anyone was snubbed in this category? Uh... You know, I and maybe it's because I'm a bias to loving that movie, but I felt like Will Forte could have snagged one. I was just oh, gonna say yeah, that. I mean, but then who would you take out? Bradley Cooper. Bradley, yeah, probably. Yeah, probably B. Coops. But you know, he's got that David or Russell cachet now that he'll probably get a nomination anytime he's in something. Yeah. Do you think um, an actor could ever win an award for being a slave owner? I don't think it's gonna. I don't think it'll ever happen. I mean, I think Fastbender was probably the closest because he was fucking terrifying in that movie. Yep, I felt and like yeah. I I think that like you you honestly like you you left the theater after Twelve Years of Slave being like I think Michael Fastbender might be evil. <laughs> and, oh yeah, and like that was I, I don't know. I thought he was. It's hard to like obviously you, these most of these other characters here in some way or another you you sympathize with them or at least you you try to Michael Fassbender you do not right oh yeah oh yeah but if you can't win for be, if he couldn't win for being a slave owner I don't think anyone can guys and Andrew I don't want to see the performance oh I would take an Andrew Dice in this I don't think looking back on that movie having seen it as recently he didn't have enough screen time that's true I mean well, he was very good in his teens but yeah. He's People not... have gotten best supporting nods and wins yeah. with like Judy two seconds. Judy. Yeah, but those have been like scene stealing, and yeah. I don't think he was uh, actually at that level quite yet. I don't know. That last <laughs> scene of them was pretty great. Um, um, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's not like you could have nominated George Clooney for being charming for 20 minutes. <laughs> In Gravity, of course. That's what I'm referencing, everybody. <laughs> All right, give me some rest time for best supporting actors. Actress in a supporting role. Actress. Sally Hawkins, Blue Jasmine. Jennifer Lawrence, American Hustle. Lupita Nyong'o, 12 Years a Slave. Julia Roberts, August, Osage County. (laughs) June Squibb, Nebraska. So these are the exact same nominees as the Golden Globes, by the way. Yes. Oh, okay. oh really? That's actually really funny. Yeah, I don't think there was any question about who was going to be nominated. Nope. No. This I is... can't even think of who got snubbed. Yeah. This is just a really – this is strong. This is a really yeah. strong category. It's a good feel. It's a good yeah. feel. I 
I felt like Sally Hawkins just wasn't going to get it. Yeah, it just wasn't going to happen. Good, but uh, definitely uh, at the very least overshadowed in the performance by Kate Blanchett, obviously. So. Right, but, and yeah. same goes for uh, Julia Roberts. Like, they, she's there's no way she was going to get it for August Osage County, which I actually kind of enjoyed. I didn't. Yeah, I thought you said you didn't like that because I we watched it over the weekend, and I actually uh, came home and caught the last. It, it, bit, but I thought it was actually pretty all right. It has some decent stuff. Like looking back on it, like it had some decent stuff in it. Streep wasn't obnoxious. I really, I, I really liked Chris Cooper a lot. Yeah, um, me too. And Margot Martindale. Yeah, it had really good performances. It just wasn't a complete movie. It probably would have been a really good play. As it, it well, it is too. a play, and yeah. it feels like that. And, and, it, and it, it feels it, too much like a play. It definitely would be better like watching it on a stage. But that being said, I don't. I feel like her character was just like not. I don't know. It, it they they don't seem to like an angry Julia Roberts at the Academy. What do you guys think about the hot blonde chick from Wolf as a nominee? I could have seen that, Margot Robbie. Yeah, not over any of these. I don't think. I don't think so either. I think that's she was good, but I wouldn't. I don't. Yeah, yeah maybe she could have been like. She, like if they had like a sixth or seventh person, I, she could squeeze in there. But there's no one I would take out to put her in. Though she was a lot stronger of a character than I thought she was going to be yeah, from totally. the trailers. Totally, yeah. And she had a lot of screen time. She did. I mean, I it was never going to happen, but I would have loved June Script to take this. I, I yeah, thought that would have been great. Her but... her thank you speech would have been so damn adorable. I know. <laughs> Uh, but and but see what they chose to show for it was pretty great. Yeah, yeah. But, so that's the one they used. Yeah. But as soon as they showed uh, Lupita scene again, and I was like, oh god, and that that came back to me. Yeah. I regretted because in my pool I had uh, Jennifer Lawrence winning just because I felt like everybody would do that. But then once I saw the same thing, Alex, I saw that scene. I'm like, oh, I done fucked up. Yeah. I, I I did the J Law Gambit as well, and it did not pay off. And I fucking I felt like an ass. I actually felt bad about myself as soon yep. as I saw that scene again. I was like, "Oh God, that's right. I forgot about it." Yep. Heartbreaking. All yep. of that stuff. Yep. <laughs> well, what, what do you think, Pete? Uh, as the one of us who didn't actually have twelve years on like their list or anything like that, and sort of you know issues with it. What, what do you think about her performance as a whole, though? Um, uh, the first time around, I didn't notice her a ton because I, I was really focusing on Chiwetel. And some of the more, um, what I found to be obnoxious directing choices. Right. Uh, but second time around, when I watched it with Adam and Evelyn again, I thought she really was incredible in her parts. As you guys said, like that scene when she's flipping out about the soap. And then also the scene, the other scene, like, so, you know, they of course can't show, but she's like begging him to kill her. Yeah. At night. Yeah. What did Adam say? Adam was talking. Adam was like agreeing with me. He was like some of just like terrible music choices. Get him it's- on here. Get him on here. Uh, he's walking away. Uh. <laughs> Love it, Adam. Everybody, <laughs> best best like supporting that? Adam. He gets the. He gets the- <laughs> Actually, he was snubbed. He was snubbed. He did. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, did you guys think uh, J Law? Should have taken it, or did you all just no. think it would have been? I, I just thought popular choice. Cat, I just thought like they want to make her the biggest shit around. They're gonna have to. It's like wrestling. She's <laughs> okay. Is she John Cena right now? She's yeah. 
but she had she's John, John Cena before all like the cool fans started selling their stock. Oh, so, so she's, like rap, she's rap John Cena, right? Yeah, now. she's rap John Cena. Everybody's into her. Everybody Cena. thinks he's cool. Everybody thinks she's cool, and so she's supposed to just rack up awards right now to the point that I hate her two years from now. Oh, it's just just spends all her time with Make a Wish kids. Because like Meryl Streep is Hulk Hogan, and yeah. she has all of the capability to get to that level because people love her just oh. like they love John Cena. So all right, so who's George Clooney? George Clooney, ah, uh, he's. Definitely, who like gets better with age? Name Rick. a wrestler that's much like a fine wine. Rick Flair. <laughs> yes. Mankind. I was. But, oh. but Rick Flair's kind of sad because he's so poor, and that's why he keeps well, I was going to say Kevin Nash because George Clooney's big sexy. sexy. <laughs> well, this is, we should save this for the wrestling wrestling podcast. <laughs> True. All right. Yeah. Let's let's get back on point here. Um, okay. So anything for continuing that bit? That was good. I, yeah. There's no. Oh, also, man, let's that. make that podcast. Okay. <laughs> yep. Don't have to twist my arm. Or before we go to WrestleMania, let's do a strictly. I'm sorry to talk shop on the podcast. No. Let's uh, <laughs> let's we do have this a, and it'll happen. Let's do a top wrestling at let top wrestling actors of all time podcast. Do you want to do it in New Orleans? Do you want me to bring a recorder? Bring a recorder. Okay, I'll bring a recorder. All right. <laughs> Chop talk okay. over. What are we doing here? Uh, What's the next category? Yeah. Right. <laughs> Let's do best adapted screenplay. Okay. Screenplay. Where the hell is that? <laughs> oh, wow. Big news. Hold on. I'm just getting this in from Colin right now. He's currently eating the uh, Mountain Dew uh, Cheetos that are in Japan. Shut, wait, shut what? up and start talking. Uh, so uh, Cheeto put out the Mountain Dew flavor in Japan yeah. recently, and uh, he had a couple of canisters shipped to the U.S. So he just had one. Uh, he's got one for me, so I'll, I'll have to bring it to, to practice. Oh, my God. Uh, uh, so uh, still my very heart. different lemony, like cheap grocery store lemon cookies. Some mm. lime zest, car- uh, question mark, and a kind of carbonated feeling. What? Not exactly Mountain Dewy, sweet like dew. And they look weird because they are cheese doodles without the cheese. I'm I've yeah. never been more intrigued in my entire life. So yeah, uh, look for this on the uh, Food Food Podcast coming soon to uh, whoever's going to be listening to it. But best adapted screenplay. Let's get the rust down. Writing adapted screenplay before midnight. Written by Richard Linklater, Julie Delpy, and Ethan Hawke. Captain Phillips. Screenplay by Billy Ray. Iris. <laughs> Philomena All right, by Steve Coogan and Jeff Pope 12 Years a Slave by John Ridley The Wolf of Wall Street by Terrence Winter so uh, 12 Years won yeah, yeah that was probably that was probably going to happen <laughs> I, I love it because it's like from Red Tails to 12 Years this dude wrote <laughs> That's that's Shit. a pretty big. I didn't realize that was him. That's wow. a pretty big ascendance. Uh, and and apparently a lot of people don't like him because he worked during the strike. Oh yeah, okay. the the WDA strike because uh, I know our friend Zach was very upset when he was on screen. What was the beef between him, like, uh, him and and McQueen? Uh, McQueen wanted to share uh, uh, writing credit. Oh okay, interesting. And apparently the studio backed up Ridley to some extent. Oh, okay, huh. uh, that seems kind of weird. Yeah. 
Uh, I, so I, I didn't see Philomena. What? I, I really like that movie. It, it is, it, it, yeah, it's really enjoyable. I, I like it a lot. I actually really recommend you, uh, you know, you guys check it out. You said uh, see it with your mom. I I think that's yeah, really cause yeah. it, it's a very family like it is a touching schmaltzy movie, but it's very well done. And even if they do have like you know talk about anything like like sex or anything like that, like it's actually it's really in a toned down enough way that it's not uncomfortable. It wouldn't be like seeing Wolf of Wall Street with your family, which I almost did. And uh, it, it's actually like I don't know. I I think it's a really well done. A really well done film. I don't think it maybe should have won, uh, but I think I was actually pleasantly surprised to see it nominated there. I am an asshole. I didn't see before midnight yet. Yeah, and Pete, Pete, did you, what do you think? chime in? I think it's always weird that um, a, a sequel has to be adapted. Right. Yeah. Um, I I would say that. Oh, I never really thought about that. Yeah. Yeah. It's characters and things already created. Boom. Um, I would say that the the final like twenty five minutes of this movie, mm-hmm. uh, the screenplays. Incredible. Yeah, totally. I think some of the first, a little, some of the first half might not be as strongly written as that, and I think that's where it sort of fails a bit. So I understand it not winning. Okay. I'm not. I don't want to like ruin anything about the end of that movie. No, 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 yeah, don't, don't. I still haven't seen it. It's really good. Have you seen the other two? Uh, yes. I was actually really pleasantly surprised with Captain Phillips. Yeah, the last—that's uh, another one. But the last twenty minutes of that movie, I was like, "Oh, this is like yeah, an actually good movie." Good. This is—it was entertaining for the beginning, and I thought it was going to be like boring as shit. Well, once uh, they got into the, yeah, once they kind of got to a confined space, I was just like, "Oh, oh I, I don't know if this is going to work as well." And then it was just fucking really—it was good. And and that's that, when that like super better than I thought. That's when yeah. like Hanks's performance and Barkad, uh, Abdi's performances—that's where they really kind of. Rose to the top of it. I'm like, yeah. wow, these guys are. They're, this movie is not a bad movie. What a shitty fucking name, though. I, yeah. Absolutely, and I also think the trailers weirdly like <laughs> they, make, Whoa. they make scenes in there look sillier than they are. And the poster, like nothing, everything about this movie did not sell me. Yeah. They could have. They could have. So they definitely could have edited a better trailer together, put better posters together, and gave this movie a different fucking name, and I would have been more on board. Yeah, yeah. I right. thought it was a great screenplay. I thought that was like a really, uh, I guess it was kind of frenetic with everything going on and like how crazy everything was. Yeah, uh, with stuff like like just like the fourth wall breaking and everything. Like I enjoyed that, but I think I don't know. I, I, I in reality, I think Twelve Years does deserve it. Yeah, but it, I think uh, Wolf Wall Street would be my my close second. Yeah, huh. so Wolf. I just, it was very Scorsese, and that's the thing. It's like it's almost like, like having I, I rewatched stuff like Goodfellas again, mm-hmm. uh, the last couple weeks, and the kind of the parallels between that I found to be, um, there there'd actually be a lot of them just uh, really? in the way the the story's kind of presented instead of, instead of though there being a lot more voiceover, he's actually talking to the camera a lot more. Right. Um, no. You, yeah. I guess looking thinking about it like that. No, you're right. It's just. With that movie, it's one of those ones that kind of suffered the curse of like assholes liking it. Um, <laughs> yeah, absolutely, Goodfellas. Uh, well, actually, both. But yeah. yeah, Wolf of Wall Street. It's like oh, yeah. once you start hearing dudes be like, "Dude, bro, that movie was sick." When they're like effing them broads and like doing all that coke and like all them lewds. It's that a- was sick. Is this what is this what goes on in your school? Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you think about it more. 
Goodfellas and Wolf of Wall Street are super similar. They're the same movie. They're, they're the same movie. They're the same movie. I didn't put that together until I... Uh, yeah, okay. Yeah. All right. All right, yeah. 12 Years of Slave ones. Yeah. All right. Uh, best original. Rust down. Writing. Original <laughs> screenplay. American Hustle. By Eric Warren Singer and David O. Russell. Blue Jasmine. Written by Woody Allen. Dallas Buyers Club. Wow, it's not written by Dustin Lance Black. Uh, written yep. by Craig Borton and Melissa Wallach. Her. Written by Spike Jones. Nebraska. Written by Bob Nelson. Her. One. Uh, some, would, some would say that was one of the best films of last year. Some would. And, <laughs> some would. And, uh, and I, those same people own a Wii U. <laughs> <laughs> that oh my god I need to get me, I need to get that's my ringtone <laughs> uh, if that's still I think existing. um uh there was only one better screenplay this year uh original screenplay and it was not nominated I agree you talking about After Earth oh yeah, <laughs> yeah Davis. Dangerous, guys Danger's real Here's the uh Lee Daniels the butler um <laughs> You mean Oprah Winfrey presents Tyler Perry's Lee Daniels the Butler? Are you saying that the Last Stand should have got its its due here? No, I'm talking about uh, Inside Lewin Davis. I agree. Yeah, that's a bunch that was, of shit. I'm sorry. I think that was the best original screenplay of the year. Yep. You guys are all on board for this. I I would sign off on that. I I, I really I really liked her. I've it out of that crowd. It probably should have won. But, I mean, I don't think it was better than Inside Lewin Davis. I don't know. That movie got fucked. They said something about the Academy, right? Isn't that what happened? I think they did after their last win or something. Well, they didn't actually, like, they just went up there, accepted, and left. Yeah. Oh, they didn't thank the Academy. That was it. Yeah. That's so rude. Um, I I mean, I don't know. I I thought, I mean, I liked it, but I, I also thought it was kind of one of the weaker of the more recent Coen Brothers films. Oh, because the Lady Killers was great. <laughs> I've never seen Lady Killers. I like that you say recent and yeah, you like ten late. years ago. More than that. <laughs> okay, fine. Uh, you know, that other movie that wasn't that good with Brad Pitt. I like Burn After Reading. I love Burn After Reading. <laughs> yeah, asshole. Wasn't that great. I enjoyed it. I don't know why that's the one that gets a lot of shit. That and The Serious Man get a lot of shit. I liked The Serious Man, despite the fact that that it was boring as shit. (laughs) It was like a really... Serious Man is hilarious. Yeah, I agree. That trailer It's just like, you have to be in the driest of moods to watch that movie. Because I watched it once, and I was like, nope, don't get it. And then I rewatched it, and I was like, oh, okay, that was funny. (laughs) Not like funny ha-ha. Like funny. Mm. Interesting. Very dry sense of humor. In fact, it's called the dry... Oh, God damn it. Uh Uh-oh. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I would have loved to seen, I don't know, uh, either Blue Jasmine or Nebraska take this, but, uh, but it was good, whatever, doesn't matter. <laughs> I, I like seeing Spike Jones happy, right, as we were saying yeah. before, so. Is it weird, but I'm, I'm rooting, he's what, a millionaire, and has, like, been more successful than he had any right to be, but I'm still rooting for him. Is that weird? <laughs> yeah. No, it's, it's, it's that thing where, like, you, you kind of choose and p- uh, pick and choose, like, what people and things become evil. Yep. And, like I'm backing him till the ends of the earth. Don't know why. But someone like a Meryl Streep or someone that people are like, get out of here. Yep, you. I was about to say the C word. 
All right, so let's move on. That vodka kicked in. (laughs) Wow. So, best actress? Yeah, we're ready for it. Let's do it. It's time. Um, Actress in a leading role. Amy Adams, American Hustle. Kate Blanchett, Jasmine, Sandra Bullock, Gravity, Judy Dench, Philomena, Meryl Streep, August Osage County. Uh, I this is yeah I, I this agree. A no-brainer. That, um, yeah, this, was, this was the one award that I really only said to my in my in my head before the Oscars like if this goes to anyone else. This Oscars is bullshit. Yeah, completely. Uh, could have gone to different people. I was like, if she doesn't get it, everyone can go eat a dick. Like every other one that I had any, uh, like we're filling out about or whatever, uh, like any award that I chose, I would just have like a personal interest in. This one is just like, no, this is just straight up the, the best, best role that uh, just the best performance this year. Uh, everything else I could see opinion. This is just fucking fact. You, not to, you could almost replace every other actress in their movies and it would still kind of work you can't replace oh, yeah, her in sure. this movie i mean i felt like for instance if, if we're you know talking about like what other the closest other ones because i mean cape Blanchett was miles uh streets ahead um i would say <laughs> that uh judy dench i thought was really great in philomena yep i thought she would be like you know she's maybe uh you know a runner-up or anything for me but yeah, yeah she's, there, she's there my no, number two yeah, like, because because Kate Blanchett was so far and away the winner of this category, this is what I would would love to see a lot of shakeups in the rest of the nominees. Like maybe uh, uh, Brie Larson sneaking in here for short term, okay, or even yeah. Julie Delpy sneaking in here for uh, before midnight. Yeah. Well, I think the Academy kind of fucked up by giving Sandra Bullock. Well, I guess she helped. She carried a lot of that movie. Yeah. But let's be serious. That movie wasn't about acting. It was about technical achievement. I just don't think that they could have, I mean, when that movie is literally just Sandra Bullock on the screen for, it, it sets a really it. shitty precedent to not give it to her. You, well, you can't like, you can't nominate her, but also nominate that for best picture. Cause it's 70% of that movie is her. Well, what do you yeah. think about Scar Joe not being able to be nominated? Why wasn't she able to be nominated? Because she doesn't appear on screen. Yeah. Oh, oh, I see what you're saying. Um, I well, I mean, I would love voiceover awards. Yeah. In the academy, the voices. No, the voices. The voiceover. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. I don't have a strong opinion. I guess either way, on it. Uh, but I think this. I well, it doesn't really matter because this one. I I I was also slightly nervous that Amy Adams would take it because she did at the Globes. Yeah. Uh, so I had a little bit of trepidation that she would win because that would have been the worst. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I 100% agree. No, there, I mean, there is no way that this was going to go anywhere except Cape Blanchett. Uh, I guess, I don't know, it was weird that she didn't get shot the Globes, but whatever. Uh, all right, so, Russ? Actor? Yeah, well, yeah. In a leading role, Christian Bale, American Hustle. Kate Blanchett did win the Globe. Amy Adams was nominated in the comedy section. Oh shit! Uh, um, right, forgot about. It. Okay, continue. Sorry. Bruce Stern, Nebraska. Leonardo DiCaprio, The Wolf of Wall Street. Chiwetel Ejiofor, Twelve Years a Slave. Matthew McConaughey, Dallas Buyers Club. 
Maddie McCann. Yeah, great performance. All right, all right, all right. Uh, great Just... performance, but I could have seen this going to, to Leonardo DiCaprio. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I, yeah. Uh, there's there's really no one in this list. Maybe, maybe Christian Bale's the weakest. Yeah. Yeah. And that's he's weird because he was still pretty good. Yeah, yeah. I, he's he's kind of doing like a weird Robert De Niro impression in that movie, though. Yeah, yeah. Like, I would have loved to see. Person. Would have loved to see. Uh, this is another one when when uh, Inside Lou and Davis really got fucked over because Oscar Isaac definitely deserved to be in this list. Yep. And that would have yeah. and that would have been nice because it, it's not it's nice to see them like get a night a new younger actor sort of involved in all this just, Hollywood bullshit. He didn't have any sort of like big moment in that movie. Nope. So I think that's what really fucked him over. There, there's no like there. Look, when they're showing all those actor moments, he would not have really had a solid no. one to show. And everyone here on this list does. Yep. Right. Yeah. It would have been. I would have liked to see Bruce Stern, maybe even. I think. I mean, yeah. I again, uh, Nebraska's my like uh, number one of the year, but he's he was great, but not. <laughs> In playing that role so well, and like being so believable in that role, but almost he would be the one who's closest to not having that big moment as well. Yeah, sure. I, I that, yeah, I, I definitely agree. I, th- I thought Matthew McConaughey was great. I think he was the best part of that movie, and oh yeah, the reason I kept watching it. And I think he he definitely deserves he did he deserves the award. Uh, but and I think he also got a little bit of good uh, of good timing, like how Eddie Murphy got fucked by Norbit. I think uh, Matthew McConaughey had the reverse happen with two. He had a reverse Norbit. He had a Renorbit. Renorbit. Uh, what about uh, Chiwetel? Chiwetel, I could have seen getting it, but it seemed, I you, you can tell like that's the kind of movie where it's gonna end up probably getting the winning Best Picture. So they're. I think he was too much. He was too much our our sort of our point of view. Yeah. yeah. That he was mostly he was us. So it's tough to give him best actor, even though I would say like the scene when he like gives up and starts singing. Yeah. He's yeah. really great in it, but I think the direction was more of his performance than anything else. Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah. But yeah, that breaking that breaking scene was the first time that I really realized that like I that I started actually observing him as an actor and less so yeah. like my the, the jumping off of, point for that movie. Well yeah, you're kind of vessel or whatever into that yeah. that world. Yeah. All right. Let's keep it right. rolling. Or keep this train mowing anyway, as we say in this podcast. <laughs> Best director. Don't say that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Something we do, Alex. Directing American Hustle, David O. Russell. <laughs> <laughs> that was fun. I don't know why, that, but it was alright. was amazing for some reason. <laughs> Gravity, Alfonso Cuaron. <laughs> Nebraska, Alexander Payne. Twelve Years a Slave, Steve McQueen. The Wolf of Wall Street, Martin Scorsese. Uh, if you didn't know Gravity was winning this... Yeah, use, use an idiot. Oh, d- Gravity... <laughs> You so dumb. I didn't, he I did just, I every didn't. single technical award, though. Yep, it deserved every single technical award. Oh yeah, it out. And it kind of boiled down to it that the direction technically was a technical award this year. Yep, because for his win. Right. Mm-hmm. And I also think, like, just because of also like how much shit was there, and the opening shot is one take. That was yeah. one of the most, <laughs> the most incredible scenes. Just seeing it. Oh man. 
Like, it, what was it? Until she, until she gets detached from the arm, yeah, that's all one shot. I mean, cheated a little bit, but probably, but... Yeah. I, well, yeah, but I mean, I'm in terms not. of, like, the timing and the, the motion of that... Mm-hmm. It's presented as one it's shot, yeah. It's one shot, yeah. Uh, that, that's what I'm going with, too. I think it's... I think this... No. I, I think this should have gone to either Nebraska Twelve Years Life or Wolf of Wall Street. And of those threes would have been better. No, I would say... I, I, I talked... When we talked about it on the first time around, like, uh, I think Scorsese did things in Wolf of Wall Street that I, I was not expecting him to do. Yep. That were just so incredible, and still that there's that one tracking shot that goes over the office in one of those big meetings that I'm still just like, how the fuck did you do this? Yeah. I don't know where this camera was rigged. I don't know what sort of like weird crane arm did you use to make this still feel so straight. I think I think one of the amazing things too is that like you think of Martin Scorsese as being like a product of you know the 70s, 80s, and 90s, and like a time when people shot on film and did like you know did things a bit more practically. And I think the fact that, like, he can go toe-to-toe now with people that are, you know, using digital, using a lot more CG, everything like that. Like, yep. I, I, like, his, like it was a show, great show of technique in, in The Wolf of Wall Street. Yep. Um, I mean, but I, I thought I'd say, I thought also, I, I loved the directing and, and the look of Gravity was the best part of it. Yep. So I understand why, absolutely, why that one. I mean, Inside Lou and Davis definitely should have been on this one as well. But another year when they re-release it. Um, all right, let's finish special, this off. Russ. Extended edition. Yeah. Best picture, American Hustle. I'm not reading all of the names of the producers. Good. Captain Phillips. Yeah, if you want to be really confusing about them. Dallas Buyers Club. Is that a producer, Captain Phillips? Yeah. Gravity. It's produced by Gravity. Her. <laughs> Nebraska. Philomena. Oh, well, she's old to be producing. Twelve Years a Slave. Cyrus. And the Wolf of Wall Street. Oh God! Oh, someone should call Animal Control. He, but he gives a lot of money. Just <laughs> Twelve Years a Slave. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I was. I put down American Hustle because I thought that's what they were going to be doing. I'll be honest. I put down Twelve Years a Slave. I thought that I like I... early on, but then like Twelve Years a Slave just picked up like. An incredible amount of steam in those in the stretch run, like that last week and a half. Yeah. It just cleaned up everything, and I was like, "All right, that's winning." I felt like everyone woke up from their hypnosis about American Hustle the last two weeks. Yeah, kind of. it was like the spell had worn off, and people were like coming to the senses, like, "Guys, I'm, I'm, I don't know if this movie is actually that good or actually yeah. good. <laughs> we should probably <laughs> give it to that like really amazing emotional film." Yeah, uh, that's like you know important. Important, important movie, or uh, this was, but it's people pretending to be in the seventies and grifting <laughs> poorly. I, I might add. Yeah, and there's no twist or anything. Like it just kind of goes. Oddly enough, like every other movie is more important than it, and that includes her and the Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah, I agree with that. Every single other movie is like about something real. Yeah, and not. I mean, not to say that they couldn't have done. Uh, something in that vein, and had it be of more substance and more real. But just it's that like movie, that movie ain't it. <laughs> but it's like when you look at the movies that are like Gravity, just from a technical standpoint. Dallas Buyers Club from a, oh, it's about AIDS. Twelve Years a Slave, slavery. You know, like there's just too yeah. many like big ticket like themes for like the 
bullshitty ass American hustle to win. I mean, it didn't win, so right. You, you yeah, guys are like eating the shit out of it for not winning. <laughs> That's right, you didn't win, you fucking loser. That's all you'll ever be, American hustle, a big fucking loser. So no Pete. one even likes you. So Pete, no one. What would your choice have been for this one? I didn't think anything but twelve years of slave was going to win. I know that, but uh, but but your personal choice. Yeah. See, uh, well, that's the big difference between a top ten list and an Oscars best picture. Well, I know, but I'm asking for your opinion based on these nine movies. Yeah. These nine movies. You're, well, you're part. Of, you're part of the. You're part of the Academy right now. You're Johnny Academy. I need you to. You're voting. You're casting your ballot. If I'm if if I'm voting for best picture. Yeah. Huh? I give it to either this or Nebraska. Okay. Yep. Okay. Nebraska because it uh, second time around I loved it a hundred times more. Yeah. And I would say that it it is a incredible film from beginning to end. Yeah. With being serious and really heavy with mixing the light so well. Um, that is great. Beautifully shot I, and everything. So it's, I I think that I mean I know it was uh, nominated for acting, but. I still think that it's kind of overlooked in that sense of that there's just a, a really nice blend of yeah, it's one of those amazing movies. tracking shots and, and like to have seen it nominated for score. Yeah, but once again, it's like it's too toned down to win any sort of award like that. Right. Yeah. Totally. But yeah, I have no problem. Like I, I definitely. I mean, there's for me for putting it in my own personal top ten. I thought there was a, a couple annoyances about Twelve Years a Slave. Yeah. That. Yeah, like really uncomfortable to watch already if you're then going to put things that just annoy me that you're not really treating this as well as you can right. then it, it's you know it's not it's not in my top 10 films of the year but will I vote for it for best picture absolutely okay. is there a, is there a pipe going off somewhere <laughs> is Mothra coming <laughs> um, alright so there we go do you guys want to talk about any of the other ones? Anything that sticks out to you? Anything that you think that should have really won something and didn't? Uh, something that you're just like, what the fuck did this win? Uh, well, here's some fun things that I've just found while like searching for it, while I was like sitting and watching it. Um, the guy that won for best score for Gravity. Yeah. First of all, bullshit that All Is Lost wasn't nominated. Oh, I right. man. Um, but the guy that won for Gravity, the only two other films he did scores for, mm-hmm. anyone want to take a guess? Uh, Dragonheart? Nope. Children Attack, of Attack the Block fire. World End. Oh, wow. What? And now he's doing Ant-Man. The original score for Gravity did Attack the Block and the World's End. That's awesome. That's and awesome. now Ant-Man. Yeah, he's going to be doing Ant-Man now. Oscar winner. You're sort of saying Oscars goes to Ant-Man for best score. Yeah. Ant-Man, best picture of 20-whatever. How uh, did the Croods get a nomination? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I agree with that. Why? Well, no, that's because best best animated film is basically like, okay, what did Disney make? What did Pixar make? What, what did um, DreamWorks. DreamWorks make? And, and then made something foreign. Yeah, what's maybe one or two other good films? And that's what gets nominated. That's it. It's the only animated films that people have seen. Yeah. yeah. And I guess they don't want to double dip with Disney and Pixar, so they just... I guess Disney and Pixar every year are going to have to fight for that one Disney spot. I mean, I think this is the year that the Disney one outshined the Pixar one. So it does the Wind Rises not count on our 2014 list because it's on this list? Well, it was released theatrically in the U.S. in 2014, but everywhere else in 2013. That's weird. 
Yeah. That that, that would actually still make like animated feature film as opposed to. Maybe it did a limited, like a very limited, That's just possible. like awards yeah. run somewhere else. Probably. In LA, and I guess I as a foreign film, but foreign films still have to be screened here. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, it's so weird. Yeah. Um, the other thing that I found in uh, researching that night, because I was looking up who the fuck those obnoxious Let It Go people were. Yeah. Oh. I hated them so much. And, and I hate that that dude now has an EGOT. He yep. does. Yeah, yeah well, it's because he's the guy, that, those are the people that did uh, Book of Mormon. But oh. his, that's this, why that music is so catchy. Yeah, yeah. That's, it's it's nice that he he got it for Book of Mormon because I'm sure that's great. It but is great. his Emmy is a daytime Emmy for writing a song in the Nickelodeon show Wonder Pets. Yo, Wonder Pets is actually real cute. Yeah, Wonder Pets is pretty good, man. Wonder Pets, Wonder, is Wonder, Pets, Wonder Pets, we're on our way. Alex, you remember that the turtle, the hamster, and the duck? Nah, I don't know what you're talking about. Uh. Okay. Don't play coy. Yeah. We can, uh, we can what do you mean? It. I'm not wearing my Wonder Pets t-shirt right now. That's <laughs> anyway, what other facts you got, Pete? Um, oh, there was other stuff. I can't remember now. Those are the two big weird things that I found out looking up. <laughs> Good job. So I could not care less about John Travolta mispronouncing some bitch's name. <laughs> Adele Dazeem. What were the other big flubs of the evening? Yeah, why did the why did the internet explode when that happened? It's John Travolta. He's a retarded person. I thought we agreed. I on that. I thought we were making fun of his hair piece. Yeah, but yeah. But then everybody was, really was making fun of how he said Adina Menzel, mm-hmm. which granted Adele Dazeem is not a little bit close. Um, <laughs> I think this is one of the first years I didn't see any of the foreign films. Oh, because you're so worldly. No, no. I just meant that like none, I felt like none of these really bled like. Like, there was not much cross... I even remember seeing these in theaters. Remember? Yeah, I did yeah, see like... it was the warmest color. Yeah, and that wasn't nominated. I'm... And that uh, wasn't... The Hunt is the only one I knew of because it has uh, Mads Michelson in it. Oh, really? Oh, really? The Hunt? On you... Netflix, it says its year is 2012. It's on oh. Netflix right now. Hmm. And it says 2012. All the money, guys. I guess it just didn't get a run here until now. Maybe it was like an award. Maybe it came out in like a film festival in 2012, but didn't get a release until whenever. Yeah, like a theatrical run. Um, I don't know what the fucking rules are for this anymore. It's like I don't, but having only seen Blue is the Warmest Color, Blue is the Warmest Color should have been nominated and should have won. Uh, it's between that and The Wind Rises, I guess. I don't know. Well, I mean, it's that weird thing. Like, if you remember the year that Pan's Labyrinth lost? Yeah. Oh, it yeah. Bullshit. bullshit. Why didn't Pan's Labyrinth win? But then, like, four months later, I saw The Lives of Others. Oh. Oh, oh yeah. It beat it, and I was just like, oh, that's why, because this movie is one of the best movies ever made. Touche. Um, it bullshit, Bad Grandpa didn't get the, that makeup, right? <laughs> <laughs> Look... Spike Jones got his fucking award. <laughs> I was hoping Spike Jones is going to come up as an old man. <laughs> that's a, that's <laughs> fall over. He's the old lady. J-Law style. <laughs> uh, I didn't see any of the documentaries. Uh, I saw again, I saw The Act of Killing and Cutie and the Boxer. Mm. Um, Act of Killing is uh, a very tough movie to watch. Mm. If you want to have a bad night, I would watch that film. Oh, yeah, I do love bad, like bad nights, yeah. Um, well, we, well, we have mainly those, so... Night with a camera, uh, <laughs> uh, The Square, I heard, is, is really great, um, but yeah, I Yeah, that's not on Netflix. It. Yeah, that is a Netflix-produced... I think that's crazy that Netflix-produced things are already getting Oscar noms. Yep. Yeah, no Pussy Riot, though. Come on. Oh, yeah. Uh, and no WikiLeaks documentary, either. I'm not surprised that one didn't get on there. 
Perfect. And also same with like Napster. I'm, I'm not surprised that didn't get on there. Yeah. I thought that was really good. Uh, uh, yeah. yeah, I think everything else was pretty cut and dry. Um, Russ, were you sad that Prisoners didn't get more nods? Uh, yeah, I really fucking love that movie. Yeah, but know. it got one. What was it for? Uh, uh, cinematography. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense because yeah. that shit was uh, shot in such a depressing fashion. <laughs> it was shot through tears. Actually, that's how they. Oh my god! It. I really, really enjoyed it though. I wish more people saw it. What about Fruitvale Station? That that also didn't get really any nods. I don't understand how that happened. I really expected it to at least get actor. Yeah, there there was so much. I mean, especially around the release of the film, there was just an insane amount of buzz coming off of it, and, and I, I didn't think that it would have been forgotten this far into it. But oh, wait, wait, it, which uh, Fruitvale Station? Oh yeah, I would. He Bruce Dern, um, uh, Christian Bale definitely took must have taken his spot. Well, or well, what Tom about Hanks Robert spot. Redford for all his loss, not getting a nomination. If we're talking yeah. about people. I, I guess this was this was a really packed year, but all those I figured just completely forgotten. It seems so. yeah, but I figured in a in a year where it was going to be that that top heavy with noms, they would probably they try to get a younger person in there. But I don't know. Guess not. I mean, I don't want to talk a ton about the hosting bits or anything, but I thought. Granted, this Oscars was super fucking obnoxious, but I thought it was going to be one of the worst ever because it just started out so bad, and then that Pharrell song is so dumb. Shut your <laughs> face. Guys, I don't think all those people are actually happy. I so love that song. Next year, or <laughs> next year everything is I'm awesome, happy. right? Everything is oh, awesome. God, yes. this, yeah. And once again, Please Mr. Kennedy was the best original song of the year. I, yeah, it sucks that couldn't be nominated. I almost get because there's like... Fuck that. Bad. Weird Al's won Grammys. Yeah. I still think that the biggest snub thing that they do is not letting Johnny Greenwood scores be nominated. Wait, what? Oh, yeah. Why is that? Why is that? Yeah. Because it's like they have some sampling at some part of them. Okay. Uh, so, like, the so master had a little bit of... Barely. Like, it's, it's... I forget exactly how it worked, but, like, there was some sampling used in part of his stuff from different score like not score i don't know from something like and it's, 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 all, it's like already existing music some of the music is already existing that is reworked and all that stuff so it completely needs the whole score well, it best that, hap- score. that happened to him for the master and for um uh, for there, there will be blood, blood. There will yeah. be blood yeah. bullshit i think those are some of the best scores of the last 10 years absolutely but that's it. Yep, that's all I gotta say about that. Anyone else? Anything? Say your piece, Pete. Say your Pete. Want to sass around anymore? Uh, I think I'm done with that. Uh, <laughs> oh, that was no, oh, that was so sad, dude. Uh, that's kind of very your thing, Russ. I'm all good. You can find us on the web at moviepodcast.com. You can find us on Twitter at moviepc. You can email us your uh, Make Movie Fridays complaints. <laughs> Uh, really, pretty much anything you can email us if you find the time, because we'll we'll probably end up reading it. Maybe not. Uh, moviepodcast at gmail.com. And uh, you can find us on iTunes and rate us there if you search for Priest and the Beekeeper, which is the name of our improv troupe. And we have an improv well, a variety show the third Thursday of every month at Long Island City's The Creek in the Cave. This month, it is March 20th at 8 p.m. Come out. We uh, we produce a show called Pig Pile with our good friend and stand-up, Zach Rissard. We invite some stand-ups. We invite some improv troops to come out and play. 
Mm-hmm. And it's always a good time. So uh, mow on out there if you get the chance. And uh, <laughs> we'll see you there. So uh, thank you guys for being here with me. Uh, thank you to the Academy. And uh, we'll see you all next week. Mm-hmm. Or next time mm-hmm. on the Movie Movie Podcast. Mm-hmm.